Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Wednesday, 29 September 2021. Our bit today comes from Psalm 19, verse 14. And that says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, O my rock, and my redeemer. It's a fine-looking Wednesday morning out there, my people. And since we are alive to enjoy it, I believe that some thanks and praise to our great Creator is quite in order. So let's get a little thankful. <laughs> Please pray with me. Oh Lord, thanks for allowing me to see another day, even though the times they are turbulent and troubled. I know that you only have good things in store for me, a future and a hope like you promised in your word, and that no weapon formed against me will ever prosper. And even though I go through rough times, you have promised to eventually work them all out for my good, which means that I can be assured of victory once I walk in the footsteps of your Son and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I thank you ever so much for all the blessings you bestow on me, although I don't deserve them. But most of all, I thank you for your wonderful love, a love that created me and has nurtured me down through the ages, a love so strong and unconditional that it caused you to send your only son, Jesus, to earth to die on my behalf so that I could be reconciled back to you and enjoy eternal life as a member of your marvelous flock. Mere words can never convey the gratitude and love that I have for you. But I know that when your Holy Spirit reads my heart, all will be known. I bless you and praise your holy name this day and forever. Amen. Yes, friends, I do hope that when the Lord reads our hearts, he will see the true love and gratitude we have for him, because that's where he looks after he listens to our words. And he's very disappointed when the meditations of our hearts don't match the words of our mouths. As Brother David says in Psalm 19, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, O rock, and my redeemer. O my faithful brethren, our words and the motives of our hearts ought to match up in God's sight if we are to, conti sorry, if we are to continually enjoy his awesome benefits. And you ask, what benefits are we talking about? Oh, glory be, my people. The Lord God Almighty has the best benefits in the business. Consequently, that's why so many of us are exceedingly joyful to work for him. Here are some of them, now, as Brother David lists them in Psalm 103. He declares with a strong sense of purpose, Bless the Lord, O my soul and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, 
who redeemed thy life from destruction, who crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfied thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Wow, my people, no other employer can match those extraordinary benefits. And that's only the beginning of Ulysses. And before we go further, those benefits come from Psalm 103, verses 2 to 5. Now, here these even deeper benefits. But David continues, The Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous or abounding in mercy that's loving kindness. He will not always chide or strive, neither will he keep his anger forever. He had not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens is high above the earth, so great is his mercy or loving kindness toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. And that's taken from Psalm 103, verses 6 to 12. And it reminds me of the pastor I heard about who had done some bad deed in his earlier days and just could not forgive himself. Meanwhile, in his congregation, there was this woman who claimed to have visions from Jesus. The pastor did not believe her, so he told her that if she could find out from Jesus the awful sin he'd committed, then he would believe. A week later, she came back to church, and when the pastor asked for Jesus' response, the woman said, he's forgotten it. <laughs> no, that's how great and true our God is, my fellow saints. He doesn't have time for guilt and sorrow. Once we sincerely repent and ask for forgiveness, he grants it and remembers it no more. So if God can forget our sins, why can't we? That just shows how shallow, proud, and stubborn we are. The Lord can forgive and forget, but we can't. And don't believe for one minute that the enemy isn't glad when we behave so foolishly. He actually jumps for joy when we don't accept God's forgiveness or don't forgive ourselves and keep harming ourselves with our guilt trips. But please remember that our Creator knows all our faults and foibles, and like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, that is, he understands our constitution. He remembereth that we are dust. And all that comes from Psalm 103, 13 to 14. Oh, my brethren, what a great and wonderful God we serve. He knows us because he created us and knows that we are weak and feeble like the dust we were made from. And thus his extreme love and compassion for us. Why is it so difficult for us to accept them, eh? especially when we cannot do very much or any better on our own? 
Remember, Jesus said it quite clearly, you know. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. And we know that comes from John 15, 5. And that's the long and the short of the story, people. Without Jesus, we can't do anything. That's why we have to cling tightly to him, like white on rice, if we desire to get anything worthwhile done in this life. Now, for those of us who are clinging for dear life, let's go home declaring. Would you believe I spelled declaring wrong today? Ah, oh, Lord. Let's go home declaring anyway, or Wednesday will, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. All together now, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes are fixed straight ahead, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, my brethren. And though I shouldn't have to remind us, I will err on the side of caution. So please remember that if we endure until the end, the future will be even more glorious than we can ask or imagine. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Endurance, it is the bringer of good things eventually. And that's the gospel truth, friends. If we wait until the end, we usually get much better stuff than if we take what's given at the beginning. So please, let's settle with Jesus. Now let's wait for all that he has for us. Let's just take him at his word, abide in him, and let him abide in us. So at the end, we could have that glorious, even more glorious future than we can ask or imagine. And we pray this in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.